0: What's up, and welcome to the Espresso with Erin and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for.
1: Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive.
0: We are your hosts, Erin and Sarit. And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. Hello and welcome to another episode of Espresso with Erin and Sarit's going to be here in a minute. But on this episode, we are going to talk about the fastest way to lose weight and keep it off. And it's going to surprise you what that actually means, the fastest way to lose weight. So raise your hand if you've ever tried to lose weight. And the thought that you had was like how fast can I get this initial weight off? Like if it's five pounds or 10 pounds and you're like, I want to lose five pounds in a week. Like it's got to get gone as fast as possible. I don't want it on me anymore. It sucks. It's not my friend. We don't have a good relationship with one another. And it's got to go ASAP. Raise your hand. You can raise an emoji hand. You can raise your physical hand. I can't see you. I would encourage you to put it in the comments. You can say star raises hand, star, or asterisk, asterisk. Yes. You could, uh, you could put a, a me. You could say me in the comments. But I've been there. And in this episode, and when Sarit joins us, she'll be able to give you her 25 cents because she doesn't give two. What we ran into while we were trying to lose weight fast. The question that I love to ask is, would you rather? We all like a would you rather, a good would you rather. It's kind of weird without her here. Anywho, Would you rather, would you rather only lose 20 pounds in an entire year, like it takes you a whole year to only lose 20 pounds, or would you rather try to continue losing the same 20 pounds for the rest of your life, feeling the same way you feel now, if not worse? Which one? A- it takes a whole year to lose 20 pounds. Put it, in the, put it in, the, in the comments. A, one year, 20 pounds. Doesn't seem like a lot, but it never comes back. Or B, B, try to lose the same 20 pounds for the rest of your life and feel the same way you still feel or worse. I'm choosing A, 100% of the time. Um, and sometimes it just takes somebody to logically walk us through that process before we're like, oh, okay, I guess I don't need to lose it so fast. My own personal opinion and experience as to why we feel like we want to lose weight really fast is because we're so fucking sick of having it on us, right? I think another reason is in society, we have very much learned how to get things quickly, Amazon, Instacart, whatever. It's like click a couple buttons and something's at your front door the same day or the next day or within a couple of days. Um, I also think that the habit of delayed gratification is not practiced nearly enough. And so if there is one thing that I could give you right now is this is like tool number one for you. Okay. Hold on. Let me read some of your comments. I'm a little far away because Sarit still has her computer. So I I don't have it right here, but I want to read your comments. We got A, A, fast, fast weight loss comes back fast. hundred percent, Mary. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Okay. I don't see a single B. Okay, good. Great. So before I give you the first tip, should probably write it down. What did I say? I said, instant gratification, delayed gratification. That's not how you spell it. I spelled it wrong. Okay. Here's the deal. Um, when you have an expectation of, I should lose weight, I should lose this much weight this fast. And then you don't, what happens? Tell me what happens I want to lose this amount of weight in this much time. And when you step on the scale that day, this much time, when that time comes to its time and you step on the scale and you don't weigh what you thought you wanted to weigh, or you haven't lost the amount of weight that you were hoping to lose, what happens? What happens? Even if, even if you did everything perfect, you ate your meal prep. You woke up early to get to the gym. You busted your buns at the gym. You said no to pizza Friday. You only had one drink at happy hour instead of the normal six. You did everything right. You feel so good about yourself. You're like, okay, the scale's right here feels so good. You're like, okay, I did everything perfect. So you step on the scale and it doesn't say the number that you wanted it to. What happens is like everything that you just did good, everything that you were like, I'm so proud of myself. I did all the right things and you feel great. You step on the scale and it completely invalidates everything you just were proud of yourself for. Stare. I don't know how many times I did that. So for some people, that means stop weighing yourself, period, and just go by other measurements because the scale, look, the scale doesn't lie, but it doesn't tell you the whole truth. I've said this before. I think it's a great thing to continue to repeat. The scale does not lie. It is in fact, unless your scale is broken, but don't blame the scale. It doesn't lie. That is your weight, total Everything that you are made of in that very moment, it's the truth, but it doesn't tell the whole story. It doesn't tell you the level of inflammation. It doesn't tell you the, the amount of water. It doesn't tell you the amount of muscle. So if you get your body fat percentage done, or you have a bioelectrical impedance with that little thing, you hold onto the thingies, or maybe your scale does it on your feet and it's an electrical current. And then it tells you what your body fat percentage is, all that cool. That's more detailed But there's still inaccuracies there's still inconsistencies in that because even a bioelectrical impedance scale or uh, device of some kind still matters if when was the last time you pooped how long has it been since you worked out like if you are hydrated if you're more well hydrated and you do one of those like body fat bioelectrical like measurements and you're more hydrated, you're going to come up leaner than if you're less hydrated. It could be the same, the very same day. Nothing changes in your body that percentage the very same day. So what I'm saying this all is to say, use different forms of measurement, how your pants fit, how you sleep, what's your energy level like, what other things are changing because it reminds you what I'm doing is good. What I'm doing is good. If you step on the scale and you automatically see a number that you were not expecting to see, not in your favor. And then you think everything that you just did, that you were just a second ago. So proud of means nothing. Then what happens? Then what happens? I call it the bucket moment. Don't give a shit no more. Don't care. It's all out the window no matter. It doesn't work for me. This sucks. I'm defeated. And then we take ourselves through this cycle. And oftentimes it does happen when we are trying to lose the weight fast. We make all these strict adjustments, you know, I'm not eating carbs. I'm not drinking alcohol, no sugar, not even fruit. I'm going to tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. I'm not, you know, uh, I'm going to go to the gym 19 days a week, even though I don't know how that's possible. I'm going to do it and I'm going to do everything. And you start doing it. And then it's like, oh, I don't have time. Couldn't keep up. Whatever the, whatever the reason is why you stopped doing it is because why it's like, um, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. When you go into, let's say you go to hot yoga, like bikram, like it's like, oh, what is it in there? Like 109 degrees or something, something crazy. Some crazy. Sweets coming. Um, but okay, let's say you, let's say uh, you go into a sauna that's like already heated up to 150 degrees and it's already there, and then you go in, boom, it's like, ha. It's so hot versus if you went in there before it was heated up and it heated up while you were in there, it wouldn't feel as dramatic. This is the same thing with when we try to lose weight fast and we get all dramatic about it. We can't keep up with it. It's too much. There's a build. And of course, it doesn't work with your schedule. Of course, it doesn't work with your social life because you haven't adapted to it. You ready, Freddie? Yeah. Come on, Pumpkin.
1: I, I actually, hi guys, good morning. You don't have a
0: mic. She said, hi guys, good morning. You probably heard her.
1: Can you guys hear me? Drop a yes if you Here. can hear me.
0: Here, put your thingy thing on.
1: Okay. Drop a yes if you can hear me. And it's, it's funny. So I, I just had a successful. Um,
0: What's a successful?
1: So I want to sh- share this with you guys I w- because. I want to
0: have a successful.
1: Because it ties in perfectly. So for anybody who is in the inner circle, if you happen to be in the inner circle, just go ahead and drop IC real quick. So, you know, in the inner
0: circle, you have... Personal- if you're interested, drop interested.
1: If you, yeah, if you're interested, drop interested. So in, in the inner circle, um, you know, we set you up with personalized strategies based on where you're at. And I just got done with a success call with... A brand new client that I have and you know sometimes be if if you have had the tendency in the past to go from like that analogy that you just had with the um I want to call it steam room yoga (laughs) with the with the vikram yoga right where you go from like let's say 70 degrees out if you live in Florida or if you're in Minnesota 30 degrees to 130 degrees it's like the the difference is so dramatic that you're gonna have a hard time keeping up
0: and you know with one of the especially when it has to do with willpower because it's different if you're like you live in a different place right it's like well I live here I better get used to it you can't change the circumstances quickly so it's like oh if i go from quebec canada to like south florida and it's extremely different in climate and, and temperature you it's not as quick of a change but i can change what i decide to do on a daily basis like that i'm like fuck, i'm not going to the gym anymore i'm not eating this anymore i'm not do, i'm not avoiding rice anymore or whatever it is right like so it's very different when it has to do also with like willpower or discipline.
1: Yeah. So, you know, a, a lot of times if you're that type of person, like if you've done like zero to a hundred, or if you're just a go-getter because you, you love the intensity, it's about building a threshold where you can build intensity and you can keep up with the intensity. So, you know, a, a lot of times I, I tell my clients or the coaches in the inner circle tell their clients as well, you know, like that it, it, it's not about, you know, making it hard. It's about working in a way where you are building a strong foundation because by the end of every single month, you based on how consistent you've been with the plan that you that we put together for you. The goal is to either upkeep or grow it based on where the person's at. So it's about setting yourself up for success. And when you go from zero to 100, what ends up happening a lot of times is that you end up cutting yourself too short. You know, like, and this is why we say a lot of times, like, it's easy to start off strong. But when you play the game right, it's about, Starting off in doing the best that you can and continuing to build track patterns, be very intimate with accountability, build a foundation and continue building on top of that, because ultimately it's what's going to set you up for success. You know, it's not a, this is about you building a system that helps you to cultivate a healthy, high performing lifestyle. It's not a quick fix or a diet or, you know, like a four week plan or a ditch the whatever, you know, curb seven day detox it's not that. And you know, like if you've done those before, like there could be a time and a place for those, of course. But when it comes to ultimately you transforming your life, you don't do it from a seven day flush or a seven day detox, right? Like one yoga class, I don't care how amazing the instructor was, I don't care how, you know, incredible the atmosphere in the Bikram studio was, One yoga session is not going to transform your joints and your musculoskeletal structure and your being. It could inspire for you to come back for more of that so that potentially you can, you know, like be a yogi as a way of being. However, it is in your way of being and in your lifestyle, which is comprised of your habits, that you transform your life. You know what I mean? So it's about figuring out a way for you to build a strong foundation. Okay. Back to where you were.
0: You know what I've been hearing a lot lately? Hmm. Actually, I want to ask you, I want to ask you, and I love how many of you are here right now. Dang, 53 people. Yeah. Shout out to you. Okay. Something I've been hearing a lot lately. I want to ask you, have you ever, okay. Anybody who's done, it doesn't matter what it is, fill in the blank. If you've done keto, if you've done intermittent fasting, if you've done low carb, if you've done macro counting, calorie counting, carb cycling, any of these methods, did any of them work for you? Yes or no? Say worked or didn't work in the comments. Worked or didn't work? I have a purpose to this also, and it's going to, I believe, really enlighten you, and it's a perspective that I don't believe a lot of people consider, so, okay, we've got a didn't, worked until it didn't, okay, didn't work, didn't work, didn't work, worked, Nicole Brooks, I want to know what worked for you. I want to know what worked for you. Everybody else want to know what the heck works? Let's share it. Okay, worked. Worked until I stopped. Worked, but it was temporary. Okay, didn't work for long. Okay. Worked temporarily, worked temporarily, temporarily. Okay, low carbs. Got it. Um And now I don't know where any of you guys are at with, you know, your, your body composition or, you know, the level of confidence that you have with how your body feels. I want to get something out of the way before I go forward with this really quick. There's this big stink about we should just love ourselves the way we are. You should just love yourself the way you are.
1: We had that conversation yesterday.
0: And it's true. However, it's a big justification for people not being better. So at the end of the day, the reality is our body and its shape makes us feel a certain way about ourselves, period. If anybody disagrees, I'm open to it. Put disagree, if you disagree with that. But when you look at yourself in the mirror, do you not think good things or bad things because of the shape of your body or what you look like or what you think you look like? One thousand percent. Okay. So what I want to get out of the way is we can do both. You can learn to love you as you are, but not be satisfied with the shape of your body. That's okay. Nothing's wrong with you. So I'm going to give you permission To not feel like, oh, I shouldn't have to want to, you know, be better. Like humans have this, this need to, for continuous improvement. Because if you've ever reached a goal and you're like, I did the thing, whether it's a 5k, a marathon, if it's a mud run, if whatever it is, you reach the goal. Maybe you lost like 50 pounds. You reach the goal. Then what? Then what? It's like now I, I was literally just, I'm in, in an active conversation with somebody right now who's actually in the inner circle. And she's like, I need another goal because it just feels, uh. and I'm like, yeah, I get you. We always want to be better. We always want to be better. And I'm curious to see if anybody disagrees because I'm open to it but I don't see any of that. Okay. Okay, so we're on the same page. Now, um, <laughs> I feel like there's so many open loops I have right now. One of them is delayed gratification. Okay. Okay, versus instant gratification as, so as a habit. So good. Um, and the other one, I don't remember what I was just gonna talk about. But I feel like since I started this party by myself, I, I forgot you are here. That's okay. Do you have anything you want to say
1: about delayed gratification?
0: About anything? Yeah.
1: We. What are are we talking about? Diets.
0: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna close my circle. I'm gonna close my loop, and then we're gonna get to the habit of delayed gratification. Okay. And I want to hear from you too. But the closed loop is that, and it seems like many of you know this because you said it didn't work, or it worked until it didn't. But for anybody who's like, yeah, I did keto and I I had some success on it or I did, you know, this thing and, and, you know, I had some success. And if the goal is to lose weight and then gain it back and that's what happened, then it worked. If the goal is to lose the weight and it never comes back, but it ends up coming back, then it didn't work. So even if it worked but then you gained weight. It didn't work unless your goal was to gain weight back, which I don't think would be anybody here or anywhere, but I could be wrong. So close the loop on that one.
1: Yeah. Um, Delayed gratification. And, And this is why like, quick fixes or flushes or all these things like in the grand scheme of things, you know, like if ultimately what you're looking for is to lose 50 pounds or to completely change your life, like, yes, a detox could flush out toxins. Sure. But the question is, is how do you like continuously, keep your body at a state where it's got less inflammation, because that's what's going to lead to long term results. And the real game happens in the delayed gratification. And that's why also people don't understand the power of plateaus. Because Mm. sometimes when uh, most times when somebody hits a plateau, it's like they get depressed, they think that things are not working anymore, they think that this is where they should be where the reality is, is that it's just feedback. It's just feedback that your body has adapted. And right now, it is an opportunity for you to increase your control and your discipline over delayed gratification. Anybody who is really successful at any end of our lives, I mean, you know, for anybody who is a mom in the house, I mean, let's face it, it's not until after 20 years of work that you really like start to see the fruits of your labor when you see how the the kids that you've raised from a little, you know, like baby, you know, become a competent, you know, like human being in society. Right? Like it it takes 20 years of, you know, an effort of your dedication for you to really see, okay, based on all the values and all the things and all the habits that, you know, hopefully I taught this, you know, now person, how are they going to show up in the world? You know what I mean? So, you know, like any great thing in life actually takes. Delayed gratification. And normally, the higher you want to reach, the better you have to get at with regards to delayed gratification. And this is why I tell everybody from a mechanical standpoint, we can, like, you know, tell you eat this for breakfast, eat this for lunch, eat this for dinner, work out this many times a week. That's it. That's it. But the game happens with regards to when life happens. And all these voice, voices in your ear start to tell you, oh, this is impossible. Oh, maybe it's just not for you. Oh, you don't have time to do that. Oh, you know, easy to say when you're in your 30s. Oh, you know, like if I work from home, easy to say this. No, it's like, how do you make shit happen no matter what? like What is the story that's between your ears? And I share this with you because I'll tell you that 5% of the game is mechanical and 95% is between how are you approaching it and how are you overcoming? You know, that's why, for example, in the inner circle, like you are with the coach for every step along the way, because you have a plan. But it is how you show up in the plan as life happens that matters. And this is why you need the coaching right? Like, let's say it's Monday morning. And you know, like, maybe your kids woke up late, and now your entire morning is thrown off, and you couldn't get your workout in, which was as part of your targets. And now, you know, like, emotionally, you're just feeling defeated. And maybe you're PMSing and your cravings are just like, loud as hell. And how like, What is the thing that you need to hear? And what is the next step that you need to do so that eventually you can lead towards your next target? That is the game changer, right? And that's why I believe that there's nothing wrong with, you know, like any diet or any plan, but the missing piece to all of that is how are you overcoming life to make these things happen? And that's why mechanics for mechanics will only take you so far with regards to anything in life, right? Like you can have a five-step formula to raising your best kid ever. Oh yeah, but you know, like God forbid, what if they have this kind of adversity? Or God forbid, like what if I'm not always at home? Maybe I have to commute two hours, then what, right? It's how do we overcome life to make these things work?
0: Or how do we make our plan or our structure or whatever we're doing, call it a program, whatever, fit so that we don't have to change our entire lifestyle to make it work. That's where it gets really slippery, I would say. Um, And I want to give you a tip to be able to start practicing delayed gratification because I believe the habit alone will serve you in so many areas of your life so one way um i got this from sad guru where he's like the next time you want to eat just wait five more minutes the next time you're going to eat a meal or whatever just wait five more minutes um if you feel like like something that you want to do that's desirable uh wait a little bit longer If you want to buy something, wait an extra day. Like just delay the gratification um, and make it a habit so that you just get used to it and it's not a big deal anymore. It's like when you go to the gym, you start working out, you're like really sore. Ah, my left, everything's sore. But the more you do it, the, the more your body adapts. You either don't get as sore from doing the same things that you were doing or it just takes a lot more work for you to get to that same level of soreness is an adaptation. You are a smart freaking human being. Your body, the machine of your physical body is so smart and it will adapt. But if you try to put it into a completely different environment than it's used to, there's a shock, right? You ever heard of culture shock? It's because something that you're very used to you go from that to a complete extreme away from that, you don't know what to do with yourself. So it's no wonder when we change so many things, we can't keep up with it. There's no there's no room to adapt to it. Um, this might seem a little bit off topic, but I want to share this with you because I read it today and it's... I'll share the book with you, but why? I, why I say it might seem a little bit off-topic is because the book has nothing to do with weight loss or anything like that. And also, somebody's going to judge me for reading this book. is called um, "How to Sell Your Way Through Life." It's by Napoleon Hill. I think even if you're not in sales, I think this book is not really about sales. It's about life. Um, and that what I actually was reading today is will be very useful for you in this journey. Um, He's simply talking about rendering uh, more and better service than what you're paid for. So making the habit of always giving more, always doing more and doing better than what you're compensated for. And, the habit of rendering more service and better service than one is paid to render is an absolute essential to the advantageous marketing of personal services, okay? Um, and b- basically what he, how this relates to you in this situation is do more work than you think you need to do to get the results that you're looking to get do it for longer than you think you need to do it. Grant Cardone says anything that you want is going to take you 10 times longer and it's going to be 10 times harder. It's the same principle, same concept. Do more work than you think you need to do and do it for longer than you think you need to do it. Now, that doesn't mean you have to go completely extreme, but it just sets your mind to understand this isn't a seven-day thing, a 30-day thing. Even if you do one of our programs that's like, a five-day challenge or an eight-week program or a 3 months, 6 months, whatever, It the purpose is for it to be the beginning of the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. The purpose is for five days to re-motivate, to re-kickstart, to give you tools and information and strategy. By the way, if you haven't heard of the Spring Leaning Challenge coming up, it starts on the 24th. Go to springleaning.com. Spring Leaning, like spring cleaning, but without the C. springleaning.com. I made up that name. And I'm very proud of it. Thank you. And um, the purpose of it is to jumpstart, reignite the motivation that comes and goes. It's to help you establish, begin to establish better behaviors, better habits, um, different perspectives that you haven't thought of before that are extremely helpful, like light bulb moments for you so that you're like, holy crap, I never thought about that that way. And then it's like, it changes the whole game for you. So if you're not in the spring leaning challenge, it starts a week from today. There's going to be recordings, blah, blah, blah. Whatever questions you have to sign up, it's free. So it doesn't matter. Okay. Also, um, any longer thing that we offer is, again, it's not like there's no end. Mm-mm. There's no end. The end is the day you die. That's the end. And that's the end of it all. So, um except for maybe your soul, but that's the end of your dieting efforts. Um, But it is, it's all about the longevity. How far can I go? Not how fast can I get there?
1: Yeah. And with regards to when, when you get through your mind that everything in life is going to take you 10 times harder and 10 times longer, you're also going to be less disappointed because expectations um, determine our, you know, response to results. So if you're like, oh, it's three months and I only lost 10 pounds and I expected to drop 20 pounds. You might think that you're a failure. However you know, like, what is creating the expectations that you're creating, we live in the 21st century, when, you know, like, all expectations are set based on an instant gratification. So if we feel like we haven't dropped five pounds in one week, we think that things are not working. Is that true? So the other question is, is And by the way, that's why you need to join the challenge, um, so that you can learn the system that can help you to build confidence. Because when you step on the scale, and whether it says, "Oh, you weigh the same," or maybe you weigh a pound more, how do you know actually how is your progress being made? How do you know? How do you look beneath the surface? So, in this challenge, we're going to teach you how to do that as well, and. Yeah, I mean, your expectations will determine your attitude towards something as well, you know, and let me tell you something, success only lives in a positive attitude.
0: Mm. Talk about it.
1: You know, like, show me a person with a good attitude, and I will show you their potential. I don't care what credentials they have.
0: True. I feel like there's a good reading about that somewhere too, but it's, I don't remember where, but it's like, you can't, it's like oil and water. You cannot be happy or successful with a negative attitude.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You can't, you can't help anybody with a negative attitude. You, sorry. You can't help anybody if you have a negative attitude. You can't be inspiring to anybody if you have a negative attitude. You will never move forward from where you're at if you have a negative attitude. So it's like, man, even if you're just, even if you're shitting the bed everywhere, but you have a good attitude about it, you give yourself an opportunity. With a negative attitude, there's no opportunity anywhere. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So it's a good point too. Yeah. Good shit. Oh man, this is good. This is good. Guys. Okay. A couple of things. We mentioned spring leaning challenge coming up on the 24th next Monday, springleaning.com. Go now or maybe after this video. I don't know. Uh number two, we talk a lot about our programs. If you have any interest, happy to chat with you about it. No obligation, whether or not you want to do it, whatever. Um, we want to help. Okay. So put coach me in the comments if that's something that you're interested in. Um, otherwise, guys, have an amazing freaking Monday. We love you. We're here for you. We want to do what we can to make sure that if you're in this community and you're willing to show up for yourself and you're willing to engage with people and be seen and express the difficulties that you're coming up against or the challenges that you're having, we are able to help you through that. We'll be in the Facebook page. I've been active in there. So if you've been hiding, please introduce yourself. The only way that we can help you is if you make yourself known, okay? Tag me in, in a post, tag me in your post. Um, it breaks my heart to know how many people come into the Facebook group and then just hide in the in the shadows, watching everybody else, watching people have breakthroughs, watching people communicate with each other. And for some reason, there's a fear of like, I don't want to be seen. This, we made this group private. So nobody who's outside of the group can see what's going on inside the group. Okay. And if you've seen any negativity in the group, I can imagine why you would have a fear, but I can guarantee you that you haven't. So uh, we're always on the lookout. We want to support you. We want to make sure that you have a safe place to be you so that you have a safe place to not feel ashamed for the situation that you're in or embarrassed or guilty or any of that. Okay. We've all been there. sweet and I both have struggled. Every single person who comes into our community has struggled to some degree and we all have the same problems with different details. That's right. Okay? So please, if you've been hiding, bring yourself out, make a post on the Facebook group, tag me in it. Okay? We want to help.
1: Anything else? No. It was great. Thank you for letting me
0: jump on this. Yeah. I was like, how do I start this by myself? I don't know. I'm so nervous. What do I do? And it's good. And I wasn't nervous. Okay, you guys have an amazing week. And we will see you Thursday, same time. Thursday, same time. 10 30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bye.